god, hi! It's the shipping manifest. It's me, Maddie. Uh, this is a couple of days later than we were planning on releasing this new episode. Uh, because here in Colorado, a little bit of a snowstorm. Uh, so pretty much right couple hours after we recorded this, uh, we lost power in my apartment, uh, in the entire complex for 13 hours. And that sucked. Uh, and then we've had internet issues intermittently here and there. But anyways, now I'm getting this new episode up, and in it... We talk about WandaVision, and I get to talk about uh, how much I loved it, and Kelsey also talks about it. She, she might she might not have been as into it, and that's fine. Uh, and then we also talk about like uh, some video games, uh, which is kind of fun. Uh, I'm excited because Kelsey is playing a new game that... Let me tell you, I did not expect her to say. Like, not in a million years. Uh, So, it was very fun. Anyways, uh, let's get to it. Hello. Hello. What's up? Oh, you know, just living the dream in snowy old Colorado. Oh, yeah, I heard you guys were getting a lot of snow. Yeah, we got hammered. Uh, and I had to drive in it last night at work. Uh, yeah, because I, for the listeners that may not know, I deliver pizza. And it was white knuckles for eight hours. It was real brutal. Um, and the fucked up part is I didn't even like I should have made crazy tips and like I did I did pretty good but when I made more on Valentine's Day than in the middle of a horrible snowstorm pretty insulting well, don't you remember when um, we had those big, sn- there were those big snowstorms in um, New York and we shut down Seamless and then mm. everyone was throwing a hissy fit because their food wouldn't, like they were canceling, they were trying to order out because everyone in New York's fucking helpless. Mm-hmm. And then all the restaurants were like, we're shutting down and then they were canceling orders and like, well, why didn't they just make my food? And I'm like, if you can't get anywhere, what makes you think they can get anywhere? Like, why are you not using logic to figure this out? And it was like one day at Grubhub, we were allowed to kind of be shitty back to people because it was like, Mm -hmm. it's a national, like, it's a state emergency. Your governor shut down New York. Like, you, what is, what is wrong with you? Like, if you can't get outside to go across the street to the bodega to buy peanut butter, what makes you think? that pick a bagel can get to you from downtown. <laughs> like, yeah. You idiots. <laughs> like, 
it was it was ridiculous and then like there would be people who would be like oh wow it's snowing and i'm like yeah it has and been you don't since this afternoon yeah and it's midnight <laughs> right uh <clears throat> there's one guy who like was like man it's really coming down hard and then stiffed me a- and i was just like really what a dick really I, but then again, I'm pretty used to the acknowledgement of how bad the situation is and then stiffing yeah. me because it is a global Panda Express. Right. Uh, and like I started delivering food again for the first time in years. Uh at, pretty much exactly right. a year ago. At the beginning of the, the global pepperoni roll. Yeah. So, like, I have taken thousands upon thousands of deliveries over the past year. And of those, I think maybe 50 people were wearing a mask. And that is insanity to me. And, like, so many of them would... Like, well, not even so many. There would be who would be like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't have my mask. Or like they would try to pull up their shirt and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't grab my mask. I know I know you're wearing yours. So I'm sorry. And it's like, don't. <laughs> like, it's it's better if you don't even pretend right. just, just uh, get, that you right. care. We know that you're a dick. It's it does not help the yeah. situation if you act like you're not a dick because we all know yeah. that you're a dick. <laughs> like, like I I have eyes. You came to the door knowing that somebody was going to be there not wearing your mask. Yeah. Like and it's been a year. So at this point right. you're yeah, sorry. At this point there's no excuse. You you should know right. by now. You should know better if you actually care. It actually is uh, officially a year since I went into uh, quarantine today. Really? Yep. I went out with, I went, I was supposed to have a friend in town this weekend last year. And then something actually unrelated to COVID happened that she ended up not being able to come la- like very last minute, like woke up to meet her at the, like get ready to go meet her at the airport and the and this was like pre-lockdown it was like this was the last weekend before every and monday everything was locking down so Mm -hmm. i um and i had a bunch of texts from her partner that were basically um that were basically like i'm so sorry like got sick over they got sick overnight it was like a whole thing please don't be mad please 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 don't be mad they wanted to come so bad and i was just like no, why would I be mad? Like, I I paid for the ticket. So I think that was what they were concerned about is like, I paid the money for a missed flight, but I'm like, no, it's fine. Mm -hmm. And then they ended up talking to Southwest and it was like, they were like, um, it's a global, it's a global, you know, Penzerati. So you've got a, you're fine. We'll just refund it. You just like rebook for another time, whenever you're ready, whenever this is over. So they have a credit with Southwest for the flight. I'm like, then just come when it's over. And and it was going to be like, come for my birthday. And yet here we are. 
So I went out to get, yeah. we were going to go out to dinner with Matt, friend of the pod, Matt Peters. We were going to go to the, to, we were going out to, for pizza and then they didn't come. So I was like, you want to still just go for pizza with me? And they were like, yeah, it might be the last time we ever get pizza. And little did I know it was the last time mm-hmm. we would get pizza. <laughs> and I, Actually going to right. get pizza. We would go like... to get pizza, like, in the pizza place. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then I came back to my apartment after dinner, and, or after, like, I guess it was, like, a more of a liner. But I came back to my apartment, and I have not left for more than the grocery store and to go home for, to Minnesota since. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, happy year anniversary. Right. <laughs> or paniversary. Paniversary. No, paniversary. Ugh. P with a P, like pandemic, paniversary. That's what I said. Oh, it like you That's said what I said. with a C. Why would I say I don't that? know. I thought you misheard me. <laughs> no. Same no. way as I just misheard you. Well, gosh darn. It's just a big old misunderstanding. <laughs> you misunderestimated me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's been a fun year, uh, a real, real fun year. Yeah. Uh, by that I mean uh, it it's hasn't been, been a fucking nightmare. It's it's been real bad. Um. Yeah, I uh, I hate it. Yeah, but happy Pi Day. And- yeah, it's pie day. So Which is another uh, thing I I'm can't. not doing because normally CNSC has pie day today. Yeah. And I can't even like go to the grocery store to like grab a piece of pie. Like I am my my car is literally uh snowed in. Rude. In the parking lot. Yeah. Uh and <clears throat> you know, we, we have the work group chat and the number of people who are like, I, I can't, I can't come in. Right. <laughs> like I literally <laughs> cannot move my car. Yeah. Uh, and so I like, you know, they were trying to convince people to come in today. Uh, so they would have enough help uh, leading up to this. And, this was my like already scheduled day off. Yeah. And I was like, no, right. No, absolutely <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even supposed to be there today. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't do that shit anymore. I I'm turning 33 next month and I have no interest in coming in on my day off uh, in the middle, you know, in the aftermath of a snowstorm to deliver pizza. Right. Like, no. <laughs> that's, that's quite all right, actually. During a global prosciutto. Yeah. <sighs> well. Um, go ahead. I also have a Facebook memory that says, come this summer. And then it's a, it's a screenshot from the witcher and it says i haven't seen you since the plague and then i i 
shared it again today and it's like well maybe this summer <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's looking a little bit a little more optimistic at this point <clears throat> just slightly i mean i know people who have been vaccinated so yeah you know, that's yeah a plus and i have and the cdc said if you're like low risk you can hang out with people who have been vaccinated so i am a low risk person so i can you know, hang out with people who've been vaccinated because I was more, I've always been more concerned about them than I was me. So yeah. that's kind of a plus. And, you know, if, if we actually do get to the point where everyone is available to be vaccinated by May 1st, I might actually get a birthday this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's going to be too early for me, but uh, yeah, hopefully by may you'll uh you'll be able to do something yeah even if it's just um, like a low-key super soft birthday for but i was gonna try to incorporate everyone who had a pandemic birthday so oh god like just so my, everyone well no just like my like my immediate friends so you know that are in chicago and be like we all had pandemic birthdays because there was this whole thing of like you and i even did it there was a whole thing of like oh it's not gonna last because this is I have a friend whose birthday it was a couple days ago but we're not friends anymore and then one of the pandemic one of the pandemic casualties um there's and then we said oh well it can't possibly be you know we will probably be out of it by Caitlin's birthday and your birthday and then um (laughs) then we got through april and that was not the case and then we were like well by kelsey's birthday it'll be fine so by my birthday we'll probably be fine right and then my birthday came no by matt's birthday it'll be fine matt's birthday's in june no (laughs) and then Mm -mm. by summer's birthday in october we were still like yeah we're not even gonna try (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well when when i started when i started (laughs) at that job uh last year there was a there was a point real early on because like you know the second or third shift I had was St. Patrick's Day, uh, and we were dead. Like it, so, it was like it was like it wasn't even a holiday. And I remember sitting there because I was working with um, some younger uh, people, like they you know early twenties, college kids, that sort of thing. And I looked at them and I was like, yeah, I don't think that this is going to be like a thing that just goes away. And they're like, really? And I'm like, yeah, like I wouldn't expect to be doing anything 4th oh, of girl, July. Girl, I remember I, <laughs> you got like, real gloomy real fast. <laughs> I, but I was right. No, I was right. Right. <laughs> right but I just remember there was a whole ep- there was like half an episode that was just me trying to be like okay we don't need to be all doom and gloom <laughs> and 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 yeah granted but like <laughs> I f- I fucking knew that this was gonna be a while yeah from the beginning deep down we all knew but we had to keep positive to get through it it was it was just a done deal for me I was already yeah. I was already like, nope, we live in a country full of selfish assholes. Of course, this is going to take forever. Yeah. 
but I had to look on the bright side because I live by myself in I so if I had gotten doom and gloom immediately I would have just killed myself (laughs) right right (laughs) I've only made it through the year with hope with the small string of hope that maybe things will get better at some point (laughs) that's that's kind of been my uh my mantra uh maybe it'll get better and it's it's just with everything uh I've I've been saying that um, because here's here's a little bit of info uh, about what what's been going on with me. Uh, you might remember uh, a while ago I had brought up that I was dating someone, uh, and that uh, that didn't last, um, which is a bummer because I liked her. Uh, oh well, but. Right. Uh, So like that, that's been kind of a weird thing where like there was this like real short span in the middle of the past year where I was like (coughs) really happy and really doing great. Uh, And then that stopped. (laughs) And it's been, it's been downhill, but I am trying to be positive. You know, there you go. I'm I'm still waking up, hey, going not, to work every day. You're not dead, so there's. I'm that, not dead. Yeah, yeah. So like, it could be so worse. It, it could it could really only go up. Right. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I. Uh, I hate I hate the past year. Uh, well, I, I think we all do. Yeah. So. I think even people who had good things happen, like got married or had a baby, they're still kind of like, yeah, but I couldn't do it the way I wanted to. Right, right. Which like, I, I didn't understand that. I don't understand the people who had to get married last year. Like, why did you have to do it last year? Yeah. Like, why did it need to be? It was so urgent that you had to do it during the global pomplamoose. Yeah, because I have, I have a. a... I'm friends with a couple that they were going to get married last year and they postponed their wedding. And then when it got to the point where it was like, okay, this is just, this is taking way longer than we thought. They just got their marriage certificate. Like they just did it in a courthouse basically. Um, Yeah. And then have the big, the big thing later. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I don't understand not doing that. Uh, but, like, I don't know. Uh, it's not like I'm close to getting married. So I don't know what, like, that mindset is of, like, no, we have to do this. We have to go through this. But, like, I've seen so many pictures of, like, weddings where everybody's wearing a mask. And I'm like, okay. Like why? Why not just wait? Why not just wait until you can all just <laughs> relax and have fun? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Stupid. But then again, well, I I had to move in a pandemic. That wasn't great. Right, uh, but so that a um, a moving thing isn't is a more urgent thing because like yeah. leases are up and or situations change. Like that's more of an urgent thing. But like if you're in a relationship and you're at the point that you're getting married and planning a wedding, I just would think 
even if your wedding is planned, I just would think for practicality's sake, and maybe that's the problem is that I'm too practical of a person. But if I wanted it to be the wedding that I wanted it to be, because most people go into marriage planning to this to be the only time that they get married. Right. So if I want that to be my perfect day, I would try to like move it around to a day that maybe we didn't all have to wear masks and social distance and everybody mm-hmm. that I wanted could be there. Like my brother's friend got married and nobody was going to go one because they don't like the bride, but also mm-hmm. like they were in California in like Napa or something. And so everybody there, all of them live in Colorado, but it was because they needed to be close to her family. And so it was oh. just like, he was like, but I don't. So he was the only friend that went because oh it was God. during, right. Because it was during the thing. And he's like that kind of person where he's like, I feel bad that he doesn't have any, anyone going like mm-hmm. his parents and that's it. So he got on a flight and went and then he had a COVID scare and then he didn't come home for Christmas because of it. So it's kind of like, you know what? <laughs> he could have had the COVID scare for Christmas instead. <laughs> right. It, like, at least it wouldn't have been a wedding he didn't want to go to. Mm-hmm. So, and he was mad too. He was like, I have no one to blame but myself. I just was, was trying to be a good friend and it bit me in the ass. And like, I shouldn't have done it. And he was like so worried he had COVID because he also works in like, he's an essential worker. He works for FedEx. He manages mm-hmm. FedEx. So it's like he couldn't, if he got sick, you know, FedEx was covering for them and like helping, really taking care of them. But like, he didn't want to get sick because he was going to be, who knew how long he would be out of work. Right. You know? And they, him and his, his girlfriend bought a, just bought a house and they were like, that would have put that off too if he'd gotten sick and like got fucked by COVID because the problem is, is that you don't know how it's going to affect you. So it's just like, I could be fine in a couple of weeks or I could fucking die. And there's like a huge list of choices in between that it just feels like a Russian roulette game. Like, yeah. Because, like, yeah, they still can't be like, this is how it's going to affect everybody. Because every all of a sudden you get this weird, crazy, like this you know, totally healthy 30 year old man just got obliterated by it for no fucking reason. And we don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. And like it, you know, that's, that's just been this constant fear. (coughs) uh, Especially for me where I am always like, am I interacting with somebody that has it? Am I going to get it? Because I can't, afford to miss that much work um because it's not like i'm paid very well (laughs) right um i'm in i'm in is it allergies or is it covid season so it's fun for me oh back to that (laughs) remember remember that (laughs) yeah when when you're like you you weren't sure if it was allergies covid or just anxiety right well last year i actually had a virus just before COVID happened. And I like, it was a, like a viral infection, mm-hmm. but it wasn't COVID. And literally all I had was a cough. I had nothing else. And then I even had it during C2E2 and I felt so bad because I was like, I'm not, I promise it's like going away. I've had it for like two months. So I had it before COVID was even in the United States. Yeah. And 
they were like, and I remember because it was just as we were hearing about COVID and I went to go finally get it checked because it wouldn't, I thought it was a cold and it wouldn't go away. And then I went to the urgent care and I was like, do I have COVID? And they were like, do you think you have COVID? I said, no, because I only have a cough and I hear, and I, it seems like there are a lot other, a lot of other symptoms. And he was like, have you been to China? And I said, no. And he goes, have you been to Italy? And I said, no. He goes, have you been any by anyone who's been to China or been to Italy recently? Not that I know of. You probably don't have COVID. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, I just had to ask because no, I get it. <laughs> back, back when the questions were like pretty silly, where it's like, right. no, I haven't been to China. Right. Whereas now it's like, have you been to Menards? Right. <laughs> Did you wear three masks when you went to Menards? Yeah. And and it's like, save big money at Menards and <laughs> also get cover, COVID. Did you cover yourself in hand sanitizer like it was a special lubricant to keep you yeah. keep you through the safety of air? Oh, my God. Are you wearing it like a protective shield? I wish it worked like that. Did you like wash that. your hands for four hours before you left the house and then after you returned? See, when you wash your hands, you need to read all of War and Peace just to make sure that you get it real clean. You might be super not the, wrinkly. Not the abridged version. Yeah, no. Whole, whole deal. War and Peace. Whole deal. You can do the audiobook if it's easier, but. Right, because you, you know, you won't be able to hold the book while washing your hands. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, but you have we're, to get through all you have of War to get, and Peace. To the the at least uh, to the eh, I'll say seventieth chapter. I don't know how that. I haven't read War and Peace. I've never read War and Peace. <laughs> I haven't. You could tell even... me that book is forty five thousand chapters long, and I would absolutely believe you. I just know that it is long, and that is why I'm like, ooh, I'm good. Yeah, no, thank you. I have books that I want to read that I haven't read, like. What, yeah, gonna... I have like three of them oh. that are like I actively have gone out to purchase mm-hmm. or received as a gift that I want to read that I have not cracked open yet. So I, yeah, it doesn't look good for Warren Bees. Yeah, like I, uh, months ago, I bought uh, a book about like transgender history uh, because I was like, I would like to find some new heroes. Uh, that I don't have to worry about if they actually hate me. Um, and I haven't even gotten around to it yet because I just have been not in the book reading mood. Um, so mostly I've just been playing a whole lot of video games. Same. Um, that's That's just kind of where my mind has been able to like go that's that's as much as i can do right now i've actually bridged out from skyrim (gasps) i i know and it isn't a fallout game (gasps) what i know but before we get into that because it will i will talk about it endlessly um and that's what i wanted to talk about i want to give you a second to be able to get out this is the expiration date on WandaVision. So like, if you have any last things to say, because next week it starts winter soldier and Uh I don't want to hear about WandaVision anymore. So 
Falcon and Winter Soldier starts next week. So. Yeah. Get out your WandaVision feelings now. I appreciate this. I, this is I, the end game. I, this is the end game for WandaVision. I honestly didn't know if you were going to let me do this. No, because um, I mean, as long as you're willing to hear why I was just, dis- I was disappointed and feel like I've wasted my time watching it, I'm totally fine to let you gush. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, because I will say ahead of time, I can understand people being disappointed uh by how it ended i get it like you you you've read too many comic book resources articles and you got real excited about the possibilities i get it oh i'm not even (laughs) i'm not even talking about the possibilities like i knew for a fact none of those things were probably gonna happen right i didn't yeah that's just list of issues yeah i not necessarily you more like the royal you uh yeah, because I know that that's a big reason that a lot of people were disappointed, and like from the beginning, I didn't get my fan in and, and thrown in. Yeah, my theories weren't real. Like I, I even said like it feels like people are trying to give this a whole lot of heavy lifting, and I really don't think that they're gonna make it do that much heavy lifting. Like I don't think it's gonna <laughs> introduce. The mutants, and also Fantastic Four, and also Mephisto, right. and also da 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 da. da. It, it was just, yeah, it was. They just wanted to lift. They wanted it to be everything, and it was like it's not going to do everything. Yeah. We're Twelve years into the MCU, and do you know how many things we thought were going to be introduced that were never came up? Never. We have had full storylines. We have had characters that have started in the MCU and now are out of the MCU, like. The original Cap, Iron Man, and Black Widow. And we not got virtual, we only scratched the surface of their canon mm-hmm. before they're now gone. Yeah. So, like, this, we're like, what, 12, 13 years in now? You really thought you were going to get every little detail from WandaVision? Right. That was, it was so ridiculous that people were like <laughs> mad about that because. By the end of that show, and spoilers, by the way, spoilers for WandaVision. If you haven't watched yeah, it by spoilers now. Spoilers from here on in. Um, by the end of it, when it was like, no, this is just a story about mostly Wanda. Like Vision too, but mostly Wanda. And it's like, I'm sorry that you walked into this Wanda show and you didn't get more than a Wanda show? Like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why. It's right in the title. Her name is first. It's 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 about her. It would be like right. it would be like going to the comic shop and being like, "Hmm, what's this? Oh, okay, Mister Miracle. Sure hope Batman shows up." And it's like it's not about Batman. It's about Mister <laughs> Miracle. Going to see... Right. Going to see any of the other MCU movies, like going to see Iron Man and being like, not enough Captain America. It's like, it's <laughs> like, not about him. Would, it's, not, it's not Captain America. Go watch three Captain America movies. Yeah. Although, to be fair, the third one was kind of an everybody movie. Exactly, but, yeah. You know, the point is that, like, it makes zero sense for you. 
it, the movie was not called, or the show was not called WandaVision introduces you to the rest of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, it, 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 it wasn't like, Wanda, Wanda it, it wasn't Wanda and Vision explain the X-Men. Like, you were, right. you were. It, it wasn't Wanda meets the Fantastic Four. Yeah, <laughs> it was WandaVision. So for me, I loved it. I I loved it a lot because like those first two episodes, real slow going, but then once the actual story started and it was hitting on the things that I wanted it to hit on, I was I was fucking ecstatic. I was so excited because like all those fan theories and everything like that, they got in the way of the shit that I wanted, which was a deep dive into grief from the person who has inarguably lost the most in the MCU. I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree. Oh yeah? Yep. Okay, okay. You you think losing your entire homeland is is not like a little bit more and also your parents and also your brother and also the man that you love in separate occasions like that wasn't all just one thing it was just over and over and over like Steve Rogers literally had no one then went and joined the army was there for like three years and then got frozen in ice and woke up 80 years later and he had nothing left so I don't think we should compare each other's traumas, but like, it's not like she's the only person that's experienced any significant loss. I'm sorry, uh, listeners, that stunned silence that you just heard from me uh, was in response to Kelsey actually bringing up Steve Rogers, <clears throat> it, it, like in service of an argument for why he's I... lost a lot. That's I I, I I don't know what to do with this. But listen, every single character in the MCU has lost something significant or someone significant, and some more than others. Some, but some have lost basically everything too, and did not choose to become a Nazi. She was a teenager. <laughs> like she was. I don't care. That doesn't make it better. And, uh, it's that whole uh, motive still murder. Okay, great. But like you need to like there's a little bit more nuance to it because it's not like they were saying, hey, come join the Nazis. They were saying, hey, are you mad <laughs> about the fact that your country is getting bombed and you like you're losing everything right, in so your they life? Use propaganda like the Nazis did. And also Al Qaeda and like you you can't understand why somebody would be radicalized and maybe not pay attention to the bigger picture of who they're joining. I'm not, I'm not saying that people can't be radicalized. I'm saying that they, that doesn't give them a pass because you had grief. So it radicalized. And and I'm not saying it gives her a pass. I'm saying like, there's more nuance to it. It's not like she literally said, Oh, there's the, Here's the Nazi sign-up for it. I'm gonna, hey Pietro, let's let's go join Nazis. You know those people that kill a bunch of people. No, they they were like, we want to make a difference, so they tried to do something because they 
had lost everything. By joining Hydra. At that point. And, like... No Nazis. No, they were not known Nazis. Because you're you're conflating Hi- you're conflating the comics with the with the MCU in the MCU. Hydra, Hydra. The only reason there are no Nazis in the MCU is so that they could sell the movie in Germany. Hydra is just the Nazis. I. But what you're what you're underestimating is after World War Two, <clears throat> they didn't call themselves Hydra. There wasn't like a Hydra sign out there do you do you not remember winter soldier where everything was secretive about hydra like it wasn't out there so they used propaganda to attract young people who have lost a lot who have been radicalized into their into their program it's it's not like they were knowingly joining hydra they were joining what they thought were freedom fighters like to make a difference and then they were fucking experimented on like uh, she said she volunteered for the experiment so i don't really have a lot of sympathy for you there like (sighs) you volunteered to be experimented on and then they tortured you and you're surprised anyways that's that's getting lost in the weeds um the reason that i was so happy is because yes everyone in the mcu has lost a lot and it's always glossed over it's always just kind of you skip on past it because we don't have time for that we we gotta get we gotta set up the next movie we gotta you know, get to this big bad. We got to get to this MacGuffin, and so like the actual emotions of what these characters are going through is constantly uh, just ignored. So when we had a show where for nine episodes you actually got to see a deep dive <laughs> into how all of these massive horrible events even outside of what just happened to her with losing you know pietro her parents vision sokovia all of that and then you also add in the fact that she got fucking blipped and then a second later she comes back and there's thanos and she's like you fucking took everything from me it's been five years for Thanos, and he's like, I don't fucking remember you. But for her... No, it wasn't even... It was past Thanos, because they killed future Right. Thanos. So it was Thanos, because it was Thanos who hadn't done the snap You're yet. right. So, so yeah. He, then he... So no that's why idea. he didn't know he, who he was, so, so because like, he hadn't done it yet. But, but to her, she's like, you fucking killed the man I loved. Like, yeah, you fucking took everything. Let's use the term man loosely. Look, I'm I'm gonna say that. He's he's man shaped. Uh that's that's the best that I can say for, for vision. But um I just loved that we finally got a chance to like spend some time in those emotions and like really unravel them and see how the they've 
been affected by what has happened. And so that's why I loved it because uh, between going through a breakup and grief, because like right before Christmas, one of my high school best friends killed himself. So like, I'm going through like all of this, like layers and layers of grief. And I'm seeing the show that's like really unraveling those feelings and like helping me try to understand them. I really appreciated it for that uh, because so much of what I like about superheroes is this chance to examine my own emotions, but placed on to a larger scale, uh, just, just blowing everything up to like the most extreme circumstance for this show so that I can kind of magnify what I'm feeling and like really pick apart the pieces and like get through it. Uh, so week by week as, as Wanda was like learning about her feelings, learning about what happened, understanding it. And then like trying to like, not necessarily fully get past it, but like, take those first steps to like get better and heal from it. It was incredibly cathartic for me uh, to, to, to be able to do that. And now, now that Wanda is like legit, the Scarlet witch fucking finally. And we got some good witch shit in that show. And, and longtime listeners will know I love my witch shit. Uh, I loved it. I, I, I absolutely loved it. And legitimately it took Wanda from a character that like, I kind of liked in the comics, but she was <laughs> always so confused. It, it like always walking those, that line between like, is she in the X-Men kind of universe? Is she in, in the Avengers universe? And just like, how muddy all of that was. So like that kind of prevented me from truly getting into her in the comics. But now in the MCU, I honestly think she's one of my favorite characters and not because she's like all good and virtuous and everything like that, just because she's fucking fascinating to me. And like, I I want to spend more time with her because I, I've got all of this built up now, uh, all these emotions and, uh, and the understanding of how she ticks in a way where it's like, yes, I want to see how she deals with X, Y, Z situation to the point where I'm, I'm there for, multiverse of madness and i still haven't watched the first doctor strange could not give a shit but multiverse of madness because wanda's there i'm i'm fucking day one i'm there super excited uh and and now that it's done and we get to look forward to uh falcon and winter soldier 
I'm so excited because it's going to be a totally different flavor. And that's one of the... <laughs> I've, I've been lovingly calling it Fucky and Bucky. Fucky and Bucky. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> uh, one, of, one of one of my acquaintances on Twitter can never remember the full name of the show. It's the Bucky show. And it was like, I know Falcon's there, but for some reason, Falcon just doesn't stick with me because he's Captain America now. Right, and head. so I try to call so it... Just, Captain, I just call it Bucky. I try to call it Captain America right. and Winter Soldier, and I'm like, that's not right. Right, and so he's like, I'll just call it Fucky yeah. Bucky. <laughs> Might as well. Why not? It rolls off the tongue. Um, but I'm excited about that because uh, it it feels like comics where it's like we had this, you know, two month span of WandaVision and that was one flavor and we got like a nice condensed complete story that also sets up things in the future, but like it tells, it, it has a beginning, middle, and end, and you you get everything you like need. A good little event yeah. comic, and that was it. By the end of the show, I felt the same way I would after reading a really good short run of comics, where I'm like, man, that was so satisfying to to. R.I.P. the order. Ugh exactly like that exact feeling where i'm like man that was really great and unlike the order wanda didn't die (laughs) so like bonus for me if only she had uh and two like you know it's gonna go forward and like these characters aren't just stuck in in this in this book that i loved so much um, and now Fucky and Bucky are coming and it's a totally different flavor and it's like I get a new comic I get a new comic run that I get to like devour for you know another two months and then once that's done I get another one and the the way that they've scheduled this out is like oh so good so good like Always having something to look forward to Thursday after work or, you know, Friday early morning. Uh, it's been great. It's It's been so enjoyable. Um, and like, uh, I have to, I have to talk about this. Uh, when Monica got her powers, I cried harder than anything in the MCU has ever made me cry. It I know you've already told you already talked about it. But like the fact that we've got that and then I've seen like gifs from the final episode where she runs in and saves the saves the boys and they have that set side by side with uh Carol's transformation and like her first interacting and like there's a lot of the same body language in that like I'm so fucking excited for Captain Marvel 2 and I honestly kind of think we might be able to get a next wave series like just a little Disney plus series of next wave 
I don't think that's too much to like expect at this point because we just had nine episodes that was just about Wanda and the Vision. So like the fucking rules are out the door. Like it's like anything's on the table at this point as far as like what they will devote a series to. And that's super exciting. And also, uh, Catherine Hahn ruled. Uh, I really loved seeing her, like, really dive into being a witch and, like, really, really eating that up because the whole series, she's hitting all of these crazy notes that, like, she's got the range, darling. Like, she can do fucking anything. And then, like, once you have her in full-on Agatha Harkness mode, it's like, wow. Wow. Because it all feels cohesive, but it's all so different. Uh, And you could just tell that she was having a blast doing it. And, yeah, I'm, I'm so glad they didn't kill her off. So you actually still have that avenue to go to. And like, there's a whole thing about Agatha Harkness uh, where she was the Fantastic Four's nanny uh, for Franklin Richards. And now I'm thinking like, she's, she's the nosy neighbor again. What if there's a point where she's like, hired by the fantastic four who don't know that she's actually a witch and they're like she's just a nice lady she can watch after franklin and like maybe wanda's hex starts to wear off and she's like hey franklin you wanna you wanna see something cool (laughs) calm down cbr (laughs) i'm just saying like they because they didn't kill her off like there's so many options for what they can do with that character now. And that's super exciting. Uh, I, I'm not married to any idea. It's just going to be exciting that she can come back. Uh, because I think that was one of the things that really ruined so much of the early MCU is that they just kept killing characters off. And like part of the charm of comics is like, seeing people come back and being like, oh, shit, it's that guy. Like, think about my reaction every time Madam Mask shows up in a fucking comic, and I'm just like, oh, god damn it. <laughs> like, like I'm pissed because I know she's gonna fuck up a lot of stuff, but I'm also like, shit, Madam Mask's in this? Alright. I'm interested. I, w- I want to see where this goes, because whenever she shows up it's invariably interesting um so like killing everybody off like you kind of lost that in the mcu and i hope they get away from that i hope they start to like learn that so much of the strength isn't just in your heroes but like returning villains uh because like doing it basically as a monster of the week like that gets boring like you, you, you don't have time to understand any of the villains' motivations before they're dead, 
Uh, so that's another reason I'm excited for Fucky and Bucky because we got Zemo coming and he's wearing that goddamn mask. That stupid oh, purple I'm mask. I'm so fucking excited about that mask. So <laughs> I am. I think that might be the most most exciting part of the whole thing for me is that he gets that purple mask and that we get Sharon Carter back without all of the Haley yeah. well bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god. I am I am just ecstatic about those two things because it's like Sharon Carter got done so dirty in both Winter Soldier and Civil War. Uh, she's like, what does she do in Civil War, really? I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched it, but like the fact that I... I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit. I, I can't remember what Sharon Carter did in Civil War. Like, I know she was... She was... She showed up at the funeral. She was at around. the funeral. And she talked with uh, with Steve about her... And then her aunt dying. And then she gave mm-hmm. the eulogy. And then she showed up to, like, help tell him what the FBI was doing with, with Bucky. With Bucky. And then she showed up to give them a car and an escape route and then had that weird, awkward kiss with Steve. And then we never saw yeah, her again. And then she just, she's just, she just <laughs> fucks off. Fucked off. <laughs> and so, like, the fact that we're going to get more time with her and based off of what happened in Wanda and Bi- WandaVision, like, we're actually going to get to see her be a character for the first time. And that's exciting. Yeah, no shit. Like, I'm, I, I'm, I'm so excited about these series because it's what it should have been all along. Honestly. Uh, yeah. And I'm, ha- I'm, I'm happier than a pig and shit. I'll be real. Um, so I just have one thing to say about WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And how it ended. I didn't care about all the theories. And I like that was not my thing. I, you know, was happy to watch it. I was in the same mindset that the theories were ruining the experience. Because I just wanted to see what would happen. Rather than try to dissect every second mm-hmm. of the movie. Or the show. And I just am livid. That they keep letting this girl go. And they don't put her yeah. in fucking prison. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I know that she has trauma and she has experienced Mm -hmm. loss, but that's not, that's unfortunately not an excuse to murder people and hold a whole town Mm -hmm. hostage. And I'm sorry it was super out of character for Monica, even if she's grieving her mother, to let Wanda just go. I'm sorry. I love Monica. She was pretty good in the show, but that was not some how Monica would have handled that situation. And I am so fucking mad. I'm we cannot keep letting Wanda not be held accountable for her actions. Okay, so like and the fact that I'm gonna still say I know that the sword guy wasn't a good person, but he was he also didn't kill anybody. Or torture anybody and he got arrested at the end and that just didn't I'm not saying he shouldn't have been arrested I'm just saying also Wanda should have been arrested 
like Wanda should go to trial for her crimes that she has committed, whether she goes to an actual prison or a psychiatric facility to deal with her fucking bullshit. That's, that's for the court to decide, but like, it is a fundamentally inaccurate to the process of the world that this bitch keeps getting away with shit. And it pisses me off. But it pisses me off that they just keep letting her misbehave Uh like this. And it's they well, she was sad. Well, great. How many other fucking people in this MCU have have been sad and didn't decide to hold a whole town hostage? You know, like she didn't decide to do that. Listen, listen, listen. She had a psychotic break, and I am acknowledging that. But when people have psychotic breaks in the real in real life and kill other people or hurt other people, whether it was intentional or not, there are consequences for those actions. Not just, I, oh, my bad. I'm going to put on an emo hoodie and peace the fuck out. Uh, I am livid. I, I am totally, livid. I, I totally understand it. where you're coming from. I just have to say that <laughs> you sound like uh, you sound like Jeannie from Ferris Bueller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she can't keep getting Fine. away with this. If I'm Jeannie from Ferris Bueller, fine. I don't give a shit. Because Ferris Bueller was a piece of shit. <laughs> it's just so funny how like it's just like the conversation we keep having yeah. about rent, where it's like, as an as a youth, I was all on the side of everybody mm-hmm. and their anarchy, and fuck the man. And now as a salty winter adult, I'm like, man, Benny was the only one. He was just trying to, like, make sure his friends had a place to live, and these fucking junkies just yeah. spit at him all the time. Like, he was a function, he was just being a functional adult, and his mm-hmm. dog got murdered. Like, that's how they repaid him. They murdered his dog. So it's like, I just, I know that it sounds like, I'm sorry. It's just, I also am too invested in like true crime and real life crime that like, if this was a serial killer, how many serial killers have fucking trauma that we just, okay, cool motive, still murder. Right. It's just. I'm sorry, you don't get a pass because your boyfriend was a robot and then you had fake kids and a psychotic break and held a town hostage. Because you know what? We blow up people Mm -hmm. for doing less. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just, I'm sorry. I cannot get past it. I will never be past it. I am angry and I hate it. And I just, she shouldn't get to go play with Doctor Strange now. She should be I mean, everybody in the MCU needs a whole fuck ton of help. Uh, Right, but she's the only one who has a psychotic break and lets the consequences of her actions affect everybody else around her. And that's my point. when, When Steve deals with his trauma, he doesn't do it by attacking other people and hurting other people. I mean, those helicarriers crashed into but that was but that wasn't him having a psychotic break that wasn't a result of his actions like those were it was him that was collateral damage of a battle that's what i'm 
that's a, a battle where thing. he was trying to. He was fighting Hydra. Get his boyfriend back. Well, yeah, but the goal, the initial goal, wasn't get his boyfriend back. The initial goal was finding, like, destroying Hydra, and then the bonus was trying to get his boyfriend right. back. But they didn't go in. They didn't go into Shield, into the Shield base with the goal of getting Bucky back. The goal was we've got to root out Hydra. He he wasn't having a psychotic break in his grief process, and then yeah. destroyed Shield. You know, it, it's just the only other person that we let get away with that shit was Hawkeye, for some reason. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye is like way more egregious because it's like he was. No, 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 no. no. Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Let me. No. Mm -mm. Hawkeye was at least killing the yakuza. So arguably bad people. He just shouldn't have been the executioner. I'm not saying that he's better. Wanda hurt innocent people that didn't do anything wrong. And she tortured them for a week or whatever she was doing. So again, apples and oranges. And that's why like, I compare. He was a vigilante. She was a. Tor- that's she was why torturing. I compare what what ben. Wanda went through closer to Bucky, because it, it's a it's a point of like lost control. And I still think Bucky should right. be held accountable too. But Bucky didn't. Bucky lost control because somebody did that to him. Wanda did this on her own. They like both. Yeah, Agatha was there a little bit, but like her psychotic break was all her. And so again, like Buck that does and Bucky has wanted to be held accountable the whole time. Like he even says it in Civil War that it's not worth all this. And then he puts himself in cold freeze to make sure that his mind like he doesn't do it again until they could figure out a way to un wire him and in comics Bucky has always been on the level of atonement Wanda has never wanted to atone for anything that she's done and thinks she should get just get a pass so it's like I don't think that it's equatable to anyone else's journey because she keeps actively hurting people whether intentionally or unintentionally because I will say that the civil war thing was unintentional she didn't intentionally kill those people it was an accident but she keeps hurting people and getting away with it. And like the um and the thing is that that like I totally get where you're coming from. Uh but part of it is like Wanda, even in the comics, has never been like a straight up good guy, like for lack of a better word. And I it doesn't matter, good guy or bad guy. They should granted, but I'm also like, if it was a supervillain, we would be holding that. They would be if she was a supervillain, they would have yes, killed her yes, in the have. end of the show. But because she's a, they've decided that she's a hero because she was an Avenger for five minutes, and then just continued to unleash destruction. As an also, Avenger. she was made an Avenger. By Hawkeye, and, never, and I don't think he has that authority, <laughs> right? And never, never uh-huh. atoned for those actions. Never once did anything but say, "I feel bad," and no mm-hmm. one ever held her accountable. 
And then she continues then to go and do things where she hurts other mm -hmm. people and is not held accountable. When everybody else, except for Hawkeye with the Yakuza thing, but like they had bigger fish to fry at that point. Everybody else gets held accountable when they fuck something up. Like everybody else gets. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know it. about that. Yeah, I think they do. I mean, nobody's gonna let nobody let Tony live Ultron down. But it's not like he, he went to jail for Ultron. It's not like he went to jail for like. No, but he did. But that's what that's part of what happened with the Accords. That's why they're called the Sokovia Accords. So there wasn't a sense of holding right. them accountable, which was why he was on the side of them. And his whole point was, mm -hmm. we need to be hold, held accountable. So it's just, it's just the mindset of I should just get a pass that pisses me off. And it's like, it pisses me off that we just keep letting her misbehave. And then when people tried to hold her accountable, they're oh, the I bad don't, guy. I don't know if she is really at the point of, like, you should let me get away with this. But because at the... No. I mean, she did. She should have... If she had learned anything from being an Avenger, she should have turned herself in at the end of that experience there. When she walked up to Monica, she should have just said, I should, you should take me. I should figure this out on my own. But she didn't do that. And she also just expected all of those people to be fine with her. She totally does. Like she does not expect them to be fine with her. That's why she says, like, it doesn't matter what I gave up for them. It wouldn't change how they feel about me. Like, she knows what she did was fucked up. Right. Because she still thinks she's the victim. She, it doesn't matter what I gave up for them. What you gave up for them, you didn't even have to have. But she didn't, didn't say in the first place. it doesn't matter what I gave up. Monica is the one that said they'll never know what you sacrificed for them. And she responds to that with it wouldn't change how they see me. Because she knows, like, she knows this all too well that, that she should be and in she's prison. kind of, of in her own prison be like that's why no no li that's listen not, listen not the same so ted kaczynski was in his own prison and he's still hurt the people whole and ended reason up in real that prison. she is in the fucking boonies is because she's getting herself away from anyone that she could potentially hurt while she figures this out and she should she, do that in what prison. what is in prison other people like you think that she's like if she's in prison she's just gonna be like oh no i won't listen i'm not def listen i'm not defending the raft but it's there for a I'm reason i'm just trying to say that i think that her going exile her self exile this isn't this isn't fucking medieval times Going to exile is not how you solve problems. But how do you solve a problem like Wanda? Fucking chain yeah, her up make and a throw musical. her in a cell. So Wanda we... side story. No. I ab No, because then you'll still just well. cast her. <laughs> you're you're not wrong. Um anyways, I think I think that's probably good for uh Wanda talk. Uh, I loved it. 
Let's never I, speak of her again. Like, I, well, I'm not going to see Doctor Strange too, so I will have no reason saw to ever Doctor see Strange again, one. So. Right, and I <laughs> am convinced now that I never need to see any other Doctor Strange anything. I was very close to not continuing Infinity War and Endgame because I just didn't want to have to look at Benedict that's Cumberbatch's gonna be, face. That's going to be tough. But... I've already said, I've already said that I, like, basically after, if it isn't Spider-Man, I'll go see Spider-Man. Only on the brief chance that I <laughs> might get Matt Murdock. And that's about it. Like, I already said, and then I'll see, like, Black Panther 2 and the Eternals because I'm curious. But, like, I, are, I I had made very clear that once, now that Iron Man is gone, I have no, like, real connection to the MCU anymore. The series I will watch, like, Armor Wars and, you know, Riri's show I'll watch. I'll probably watch the Kamala. You're going to watch show. Hawkeye. I'm not, I'm not going to watch Hawkeye because I do not, like, I cannot. I cannot with Jeremy Renner. I just cannot anymore. And I don't like Haley Seinfeld all that much. So I'm like, eh, I'm not interested. All right, listeners, you heard it. March 14th, 2021. Kelsey said she's not going to watch Hawkeye. I've been we saying I see. wasn't going to watch Hawkeye. My investment we in Hawkeye see. was the dog's the dog. there. The dog's And there. I follow it on Instagram. I follow the dog on Instagram, so I don't need to watch. I don't need to watch Hawkeye. We will see. I just don't. I cannot look at Jeremy Renner's face and his weird tree frog tree hands frog anymore. Hands. He's got these weird bulbous hands that look like a tree frog, and they upset me. I aesthetically, never I'm irritated ever by that. Notice that. Yeah, I noticed weird things, and that I think the closest me. thing to that <laughs> that I ever noticed was uh, Megan Fox's thumbs. Uh, right, she has like yeah. a, de- a, def- a defect that like lots of people have that, but like he's just got it's just these weird shaped like bul- they're very like bulbous at the tips, like at the top knuckle, at like the finger end of the finger, and it just. And his thumb, and they look like tree frogs. And I just, I can't, I can't do it. It just upsets me. And there's a lot with him being Hawkeye. There's a lot of close-ups on his hands, and it just really makes me want to pee. All right. Yeah, and I, I also mean that—that's I don't but, love him as a person, but I do really like Haley Steinfeld, and I, I could take or leave her. I, I don't have a I strong am opinion. Not underestimating how much of that is just because she's spider gwen like i'm not i'm not writing that off i understand that is weighting my opinion of her a lot um but i also like i just love kate so like i'm there if it was if it was the half of the fraction run where it was kate dicking around with Lucky in California and fighting Matt. Well, what, I, what, I I'm, what I'm hoping for is like it. they they get to that point because Hawkeye feels like a, a series that could and like could go more than one season or it could If it becomes Hawkeye without Jeremy Renner in it, then I will watch it. 
if he's only in a couple of episodes and then it's like it's going to be well, Kate's I, story, I think I'll that so much of uh what's coming up like especially with hawkeye is setting up the future and setting up like the the next set of avengers while the other the older ones go away yeah the young avengers so like i don't necessarily think that uh jeremy renner's gonna stick around much longer um i hope not because boy do i not want to see and like back to dr strange like another reason that i'm like so annoyed that like yes i obviously have to watch that movie is because of fucking sam raimi like i i have to see what sam raimi is gonna do with that like he's gonna make it so fucking weird and you know that bruce campbell's showing up so like those two things i'm here uh, like i i will I will watch it. And then add in the fact that I care about it's, Wanda. There you go. Just recast Dr. Strange. Don't even tease me. <laughs> like, I would I would love that. I I will watch one seg I will watch one segment of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness if they actually have an alternate universe Illuminati. I will watch just that clip mm-hmm. and then I will be done. Uh. Just like of the Black Widow movie, I will watch the one clip that has Tony in it that is unused mm-hmm. footage from Civil War, and then I will be done with it. I don't need to Man, watch that. Man, that movie has just lost all momentum. <laughs> like, who? Yeah, I, that's why. That's why I keep uh, saying like, it's never who cares. Out. It is. They refuse to leave. They and like Marvel Studios is uh-huh. refusing to put it on Disney Plus. By the time that movie comes out, no one's going to care anymore because we'll have how many other things that we're watching. We'll have Fucky and Bucky. We'll have Hawkeye. We'll have, you know, the Eternals. We'll have Spider-Man. We'll have Doctor Strange. We'll uh, have, you know, probably Captain Marvel and Black Panther 2 also will have come out before that movie gets released. Like, so, you know. Allegedly, allegedly. Kamala. Allegedly, the, the plan is that it's coming out in May, but like between it being a story set in the past and like the fact that they were okay with because it was originally supposed to come out before WandaVision. That's so nice. it's like, yeah. how much does it really affect the grand scheme of things? It doesn't. It affects nothing. It's literally a pan- it's a movie to pander because everybody got mad that there was no Black Widow movie. But by the time they finally made the Black Widow movie, it was no longer a relevant movie. They should have made a Black Widow movie at the beginning when people she gained traction as a character from her literally M- previous MC right after Iron Man two. They should have been like and yeah. The same time mm-hmm. as they were setting up the boys, yeah. they should have given her her movie. But then, and because she was the first female Avenger in the MCU version of the Avengers. But then, instead of doing, when everybody said, give us a Black Widow movie, and everyone was like, "I we need a Black Widow movie. We need a female superhero movie. Make a Black Widow movie. They're like, we hear you, Captain Marvel. 
and not saying anything against Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm just saying they still they doubled and, down on not doing Black Widow. They said, you want a superhero movie? Well, guess who's real popular right now? Captain Marvel. Do you know who she is? No. Does she have, is she going to be in the Avengers movies? Not really. But guess what? Captain Marvel. And they yeah, still and, didn't do And it got Black to the Widow. point where it was like, <laughs> uh, it didn't even make sense because it's not like, it's not like they had the excuse of like, well, is Scarlett Johansson a bankable star? And it's like, yeah, like what? what? I don't like her. I, mean, I don't like I mean, her. Technically. But you can't say all of her non-Avengers, all of her non-Avengers movies. Uh, on, so. <laughs> some of them. She's she's had a few decent ones, and like a lot of it's been critical. It's she's not for me. Don't get me wrong, but. Like they couldn't use that as as a as an excuse to be like, well, I don't know if we can really pin the hopes of this movie on the unproven star power of Scarlett Johansson. It's like she's the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Like, I think you're fine. Well, she's not. Or she <laughs> she's up there, like. But I get it, it just never made sense. Yeah. I mean, it's not like yeah. she's never yeah. been in a movie. So it, 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 like. I could see where it would be like, our, we're not sure if, like, Jeremy Renner could carry a movie on his own at yeah. the beginning of the Avengers stuff because he wasn't a well known person and Hawkeye wasn't a. He wasn't at the time. That, yeah, the that A-list would make. Superheroes. You know, he still tech. <laughs> he still would not identify as an A-list superhero, and neither would the Avengers, right. Neither would the Avengers put him there. But like, as in terms of recogn- rec- recognizableness, yeah, yeah, recognition. There we go. Recognition with the masses. Mm-hmm. People know who Hawkeye is now, but at the time they didn't, and so they couldn't put that all on Jeremy Renner because he was not a household name. He was not recognizable. Whereas Thor, you could do an unknown mm-hmm. because people have heard of Thor. He's one of the he he's was one of the big three. Adventures so... of babysitting. Like people know Thor. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. But it's like their so... their weirdness around it of like not not just making that Black Widow movie. It like at a certain point it just got weird. Where it's like, no, like you don't have an excuse. Right. It was just you yeah. just didn't want to make a black and widow movie. <laughs> it was it was always so strange. But now that because the moment has passed, it's the first time that a MCU movie feels kind of uh rote. Where it's like it like this doesn't super matter at this point. Like it reminds me of uh, like like a like right. Green Lantern, where it's like this isn't leading anywhere. This is just yeah. like a bone to throw people who are like, yeah, we'll make a fucking right. Green Lantern movie. Yeah, we'll make a fucking Black Widow movie. Like it feels so disposable at this point. Um, yeah. 
No, I agree. I hope it's I like I don't know. I hope it's good. All right. I'll watch it. Like I I'm not going to be happy that I'm going to watch it, but like God help me if I love Black yeah, Widow in the comics that like, oh, that would be nice if if she actually is a good character in the movies too. Uh, I will say I might rent it because I do mm-hmm. like other people in the movie. Um, I just will not go to a theater and see it because I just cannot be bothered. I don't. I don't even go to the theater and see movies like, I do want to see most of the time. Don't get me. So, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I cannot. The be first bothered. movie that I see in a theater after the global panopticon. Uh, it's it's not gonna be Black Widow, like it. It's it's not even a global politics no, thing. It's a generally like I in when things are normal and fine. I haven't. There's been movies that I have wanted to see and would have enjoyed them more in the theater that I have yeah, not gone to see because no, I cannot. I, be I, I get that part, like, but what I'm saying <laughs> is just do I want to spend twenty dollars right. on this today? What what I'm no. saying is like. <laughs> It's it's been since Birds of Prey that I've been in a theater, and since yeah, thanks. since this that's is like scheduled to be in May, and like I might hopefully be vaccinated at that point, I actually would be, you know, maybe in the market for going to a theater, and like I I live a block away from a theater, but like I don't want that to be my first one back like i want it to be something that i'm really yeah. excited about that means something like, to you yeah. is spider-man this year is oh thank god i think that's probably yeah. kind of, oh i don't know Christmas. if I, uh, I can wait that long before i go back in the theater but like no but i'm yeah i mean I, it just I depends on what comes out you know spider-man because like going back to a theater to see a Spider-Man yeah. movie, like that's that's just joy for me. That's that's just concentrated joy. Um, like I don't know. Get well anyway. We got into it, and I was not day. expecting it. Um, get, <laughs> I want to hear about this game. I have no idea what game you're talking about. I have oh no! Oh god, <laughs> I, I hate that fucking game. Oh, Why? I hate oh my it. god, it's so fun. So, Why? We're gonna do it WandaVision style. You tell me why you love it, and then I'll get into why I hate it. Because <laughs> I get to have gay sex. And there is, I'm sorry, I am obsessed with this gay-ass mage. I love him. I literally started, Mm -hmm. I usually play every game as a girl because I am a girl. (sighs) Spoilers. Um, I always, and Mm -hmm. I tend to just like outfits better on the girls. Like, and all the, the girls tend to look a little bit better than just like, the stock like mm-hmm. bulky guy 
in a armor. Like it's boring for me. And I stopped playing and went back and started a new game with a male <sighs> character. So Is it Dorian? This guy. <laughs> yeah. So that I could romance Dorian. Yes. I am obsessed with him. He is amazing. Iron mm. Bowl is Freddie Prince Jr. I Tumblr did not prepare <laughs> me for how gay this game is. They have a trans mm-hmm. character who they're not shitty to. Like, I'm into it and I love it. And I listen, even Cullen is a little bit gay for me, mm-hmm. even though he won't be yeah. gay with me. <laughs> and I am obsessed with it. Is it a great game to play? I cannot tell you because I don't, I am not a gamer. I am, I, I have made it very clear that my, I have a limited Mm -hmm. capacity to handle video games. I am very specific that I need to be able to make my character look how I want it to look and that I get to just run around and like fuck around. And that is, so I have been able to do a lot of that. I get to run around and fuck around and do the main quest on my own time. I get to seduce an handsome mage who is amazing. And also the little team I built, <laughs> we've been calling, we've been like, where is my Avengers Dragon Age Inquisition mm-hmm. AU? Because they are all basically Avengers. I have my soldier <laughs> that won't fuck me. <laughs> I have my spy chick with her with her agents. I have Maria Hill. Oh, the, <laughs> Cassandra is my favorite. I have Doctor Strange. Yes, Cassandra's great. There is not who? there's like one character who? that I who? do who? not like in the whole thing. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Sarah drives me nuts. Yeah, I find they went a little irritating. too hard on like making her quirky. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's the quirky it would be fine in small doses, but mm-hmm. every interaction I have with her gives me a headache and like I wouldn't mind her in theory, but I think they just it's too much yeah. that I'm just like yeah. Oof, this is a lot. <laughs> and it's it, it was so hard bad. for me because uh but I in the previous game there's an elf girl named Meryl who is like super interesting and really cute. And like, she's who I romance. So when I got into the, into inquisition, I was like, maybe I'll go with Sarah. Cause I'm, I don't think I can romance Cassandra and yeah, I guess, I don't know. I'll try that. And it, it just did not, it did not hit. Yeah. Yeah. She's really irritating. Um, I love Vivienne. I love that she is a mm-hmm. bitch. I've been calling her Emma Frost. Um, I am obsessed <laughs> with this game. Like, I, this is all I do <laughs> the time. Is mm-hmm. Play this and make out with my hot mage. <laughs> I love it. Again, the schematics of the game, the like playing mm-hmm. of the game mm-hmm. might be terrible for a gamer. Sure. I am here for the gay gay romance. I am here for Freddie Prince Jr. and I am here to flirt just enough <laughs> with Colin that he won't leave. 
mm-hmm. because I know mm-hmm. that if I flirt with him too yeah. much, he may leave. <laughs> and that is a consequence of the game that you can yeah. make people leave for constant it's, sexual It's harassment. revolutionary that way. <laughs> but I love it. And I have been playing it nonstop. And I just, listen, I'm so glad that I can have because here's the thing. I can be gay in Skyrim, mm-hmm. but, like, mm-hmm. I don't get to fuck my husband or my wife. I don't get to, like, have any emotional react. Like, yeah. we just get married, and that's it. And they, like, watch my kids or travel with me. You know? Like, I don't get to have any, yeah. like, romance. We just get married. And it's really just because, what, you buy a special amulet, yeah. and then they're like, oh, you're single? <laughs> me too. Let's fuck. <laughs> like, that's it. There's no work to be done. But I, like, had to, like, work at it. Like, I had to do a side quest. And then I had to, like, flirt mm. with him. And then I, like, had to do it, you know? And then then he shows up in my room. And then there's, like, a whole cut scene where he's just fucking naked. <laughs> and you just get to be like, oh, you're naked. And I, you've got a nice ass. And then you're going to come make out yeah. with me. Um. Anyway. No. Not that I ship Tony and Doctor Strange oh, now. No. <laughs> Not in the MCU, because I don't can't get nobody. I can't find. I do not understand people who no. think that Benedict Cumberbatch is attractive. But anyway, because my character is always, sure. I always make like a Tony Stark as you do guy. Um, so he's well, and because right. I basically so might as well lean Avengers. into the the AU idea of it right um right right even though i can't like have a different last name that's fine um, whatever so i hate that game um and it's because uh i'm a i'm a big big bioware fan like between mass effect and dragon age i i fucking love bioware i have mass effect tattoos like that's that's where where i'm coming from on this and so i was always more on the mass effect end of things but i still really really liked dragon age especially dragon age 2 and one of the complaints about dragon age 2 is that like they made it too small and in comparison to the first game and especially Inquisition, like, yeah, it's smaller. Uh, but I liked that because it was much more focused. Uh, it didn't have the sprawl of, like, just kind of nothingness uh, that happens in the first game in Inquisition. Uh, so I liked it a lot more. But since we are in a world where... Uh, I haven't been able to play the original Mass Effect trilogy. I have constantly been chasing after like that feeling that I would get from playing the Mass Effect trilogy. So I've, I've played a lot of of, of so many fucking games uh, that are kind of in the same vein. And when I got to Inquisition, because it was one of the first games I got for my PS4. Uh, I was super excited. And really quickly, it 
just felt so uh grindy and like kind of unfulfilling from a gameplay standard where it was just it wasn't engaging me in the way that previous games really had and the other part of it was like the characters that came back from previous games I'm like hey I'm glad you're here I missed you and then the new characters just kind of felt like yeah we're doing that character but just a little different and I'm like okay arguably worse <laughs> like uh especially in the case of Sarah where she is just a noticeable worse version of Meryl uh and so I have started that game twice and never finished it uh, because every time I try, I just hit this brick wall of like, I don't care. Like nothing about this is making me care uh, because I don't have uh, someone like Dorian for you where you're like, yes, uh, this is who I want to romance. This is who I want to spend more time with. This is who I want to see the sex scene of, or like, you know, any of that stuff. I don't really have that in Inquisition. Uh, whereas in like the previous games, in Dragon Age 2, I had like three characters that I was like, you're the best. Like, you're you fucking awesome. Because it, it's uh, Isabella, Meryl, and the third one, I can't remember her name right off the top of my head, but she's like a knight commander. Uh, so she's like, she's kind of in that same Cassandra vein, but she has a totally different like play for the kind of bitch she is, <laughs> which is great. Uh, but you can't romance her because part of her loyalty mission is like getting her husband back uh so that's a bummer but because i didn't have any characters in inquisition that were like really getting their hooks in and i had played i think both times i ended up quitting i got to like 15 hours in maybe 20 and i was like at this point the fact that nobody is connecting with me and I'm not even having fun when I go into battle, I just can't. Uh, so, yeah, I, I bailed on it uh, twice now. Uh, and it's super, it's, it's such a bummer <clears throat> to me because I want to love it. I really, really, really want to love it. Uh, because, like, that's, that's my shit. Bioware is my shit. I even got through Mass Effect Andromeda, which is super buggy and like <laughs> very broken, but it has so much more charm to it that like you understand. You're like, ah oh, man, this kind of got out of your hands, but you tried. Uh, so like the good ideas, the nuggets of good ideas in Andromeda just make it a little more worth seeing through for me. 
Um, but the Mass Effect trilogy remastered is coming out in May. Uh, and it's not as gay, unfortunately, because it was, you know, made in 2007. Uh, by the time they get to three, it's a little more inclusive because uh, because things started to get a little more acceptable. I think that one came out in like 2012. So like around there, you're like, yeah, okay. You know, we might we might actually see a little bit of re representation, <laughs> not total representation, but it's in there. Um, but I highly recommend picking that up when it comes out because if you like bombing around with your crew and getting into mischief and seeing a bunch of cool stuff uh, and making dumb choices, uh, you're going to love it. Because there's, there's, there's a whole thing like where you can like pull a trigger uh, at certain points. Uh, I think it came up in the, in the second game. Uh, where you can do like the most extreme good guy thing or the most extreme bad guy thing, which like bad guy in that series is pretty subjective. Um, but my favorite one is when you run into like a, a guard for a gang that you're taking down and you can just interrupt him and shove him out of a fucking window and Shepard looks out the out of the window at his dead body and just says, "How about goodbye?" And it's so fucking cheesy, and I love it. Eat that shit up. So, yeah. I hope you play it. Oh come on! I will never play it. I don't like space. No, I, but I tried like, playing the first one. And changing I a lot of the it. systems to make it more friendly for people. I don't. It's just... I don't care. I just no. I'm not. I'm never gonna play it. But just like I'm I not gonna convince you no, to give Dragon no, that's the problem. I probably will try thing. Inquisition again because it's it's in my head where it's like there has to be a good game but in I there. Don't and that's for you that's fine that's how you approach it i don't like space outer games world. i tried to play the outer wilds and i hate it or the out, why is, outer why world do you hate outer that world. compared to fallout it's because it's just it's it wasn't as really user-friendly as fallout is i thought it was much more streamlined than yeah. fallout I couldn't figure out. I couldn't figure out any of the controls. I couldn't read anything on the screen. Everything is so small. There's gotta be it's options like, to change the text size. It's I. It was not even. Yeah, but it wasn't even like it wasn't as like I didn't have the same like controls that I have in Fallout, where like I could easily change between weapons, like. I could not figure out the control system, and that's the huge thing. Is like the control system was made no sense. I could not figure it out. My main I, problem with Outer was Worlds not fun. Uh, was unlike Fallout, couldn't play it in third person. Uh, so 
so like I yeah that's another I have thing. a real big issue with RPGs where I can't see my character I got massive issue with it because like part of the fun of playing a game where you create your own character is seeing your seeing your character is that you get shit. to see the character that you so made. like when when outer worlds does that and it's like oh no no third person uh you you can see them in the menu but no you won't even be able to really see the clothes that you're picking because you can't see that much of your body but uh try and get immersed and it's like no <laughs> Yeah, and that's it. Like, I just couldn't, I just could not get into it. There was just nothing that, like, I didn't, wasn't really sure what the story was trying to go for. And I, like, I don't, like, at least, like, with Fallout, the Fallout games, I know that what mm-hmm. the story is. Like, I know what the point of the game is at the beginning of the game. I have no idea what I'm doing or why I'm doing anything in this game. Yeah. And I, um, like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> It is very clear what I am doing. It is very clear what my goal is in Inquisition. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. What, How I get there and what I do between the beginning of the game when I have the whole thing with Divine Justinia and like whatever, and then whatever I do to the end of the game. Right. Like, I at least know what my goal is. <laughs> like, and I just, I wasn't clear on what the well, goal is in the outer world. Like, I, I don't, so I'm not clear on anything that's I, you don't have to go game. back to it, but just to it just... give you clarification, you're you're like uh, somebody who was frozen years and years ago. Uh, you were a part of that colony, and like yeah, I know that much. Like they need more people because it's turned into a capitalist hellscape. So like, there's this real drive to get as many people back that they can and they thought this colony was essentially lost so it's like you're trying to find the that colony uh and bring those people at, like out of uh stasis so like that's that's the whole thing well that's not fun i live in a capital health I live in a but, capitalist hellscape. And but that not, that's, <laughs> that's not part of what was fun about <laughs> Outer Worlds is like you you can just tear down that capitalist hellscape. Like you you can do some shit that like just destroys these companies. So like that's fine. I just it's don't like, like it was a j- game that I enjoyed when I played it, but uh, as far as like how much I have thought about it since beating it, like two years ago when it came out, yeah, it it just, it didn't really leave a big impression other than, um, and I'll spoil it because like, you're not going back. And it's been a couple of years. No, I'm not. And yeah. I don't and also I've never cared really about Really the so highlight like, of the entire game 
uh, my favorite part uh, was there's the uh, this party member that you have named named Pervati, uh, who is a great character. Like she's super fun and uh, really charming. And as you play through the game, you do like different loyalty missions for her, like helping her out. And what starts out as like just these missions where you're uh, learning about how this like specific uh, colony works. You're like in the engines with the person who runs it and Parvati like has a crush on this engineer woman that you're talking to. And so you go through this whole loyalty mission where you help Parvati uh, get the courage to ask this lady out and it's super adorable and like there's an added layer to it where Parvati talks about how like she's kind of liked people before but she always kind of got uncomfortable about the whole sex thing like she she never really got that drive so what you end up having is like an asexual lesbian romance story in the middle of this space game and it's super cute and it's like wow i've never seen that before the problem is like everything else in that game i have seen before <laughs> like it it doesn't really do a whole lot new it just kind of does the same thing different a little it's fine it's a fine game but yeah the well and like the thing that i kept seeing is just it was like mm-hmm. this is like fallout but not fallout and i think and that was kind of where it was frustrating for well, me the, it was like you the, could have just done they could like, not that just i know but it's i know that it's not it's just they couldn't but i'm like not i wasn't looking for it to be a fallout game it's just the way that they like constructed it to be just enough like fallout with the controls but they weren't the fallout controls. So that was what drove me crazy is like, I couldn't do the things that I could do. And I wasn't expecting it to be the same, but like the fact that I couldn't easily change between weapons or like, I never Mm -hmm. knew what weapons I had. I couldn't figure out my inventory. Like it drove me nuts. And like, I need, if I'm going to have a character Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have a creation, I want to be able to see that character, whether or not I play all the time, like, Skyrim I don't always I don't play in third person all the time but that I can change to third person is fine I prefer to play it in the first person mode so that because I can it's easier for me to play like fight and stuff but if I'm just running around I like to be able to see it in third person I just I don't I just yeah I just couldn't Mm -hmm. I didn't like that it was fallout but not fallout and I think if they'd had at least similar controls or like I could do things like look at my inventory easily and efficiently, that would be fine. It just, that's the thing that drove me nuts is like, I couldn't figure out what I had when I had it, what it did, how to do it, how to use it. And that was, 
that was frustrating to me and I just got it it wasn't enough to that took me out of it because because I'm not a gamer and I don't like get into it Mm -hmm. it's got to be something that can really like just get my attention which is like fallout got my has my attention because it's fairly simple to figure out and then you just run around and fucking do shit and that's great that's right. all i want to do because i'm literally doing this for mindless entertainment skyrim once i open up the yeah. once i open up the whole world i just run around and do shit like i just fuck around and that's what i'm enjoying about inquisition is like i can go discover places and then fuck around in those worlds and do tasks or not do tasks right. And then I can go home and make out with my boyfriend. <laughs> and that is fun for me. And every once in a while we get a cutscene, and he gets mad at me for doing something that almost killed myself or like whatever. And then I get him naked. And then like when we, we go to the, the like capital city or whatever and like save the empress. And then at the end of the thing, I get a little cutscene where he's like, let's go dance. And like, you've had a rough night. And then it's like, that's the shit that I want. <laughs> That's fair. But I don't want to do it in space. <laughs> I like I like the Skyrim-y, like, high fantasy or, yeah. like, the, the endless wasteland. Space just stresses me out. It feels too vast. It feels, where you said, no, it, like... Inquisition, Inquisition is way too, too fucking small. big. Like, Mass Effect feels too... Oh, I felt like I think I think it feels fine to me because everything has its place. But like something like it's a game in space, just yeah, that's too much for me. I can barely keep track of the Star Wars planet. Yeah. I don't yeah. even know what what There's our planets are in our own solar system half the time. I'm like Saturn, I guess. I know one's Uranus, yeah. and that's funny. I don't know. Venus. Mars. I'm so penis. Did you hear that Curiosity and Perseverance are going to sing happy birthday to each other? Oh, good. Curiosity has just been singing it to himself. That made me cry the other day. I found that out. NASA was like, we've programmed them to sing happy birthday to each other on their birthday. I was like, Curiosity reminds me of a friend. Especially after his near-death experience. Yeah. Did uh, I tell you the story about when we thought that Curiosity had, when they had said that they thought that it had died up there? And I was, uh-uh. I was literally on the orange line to Midway going home from my grandma's funeral. And it was like five oh, in the morning. And I was like reading about Curiosity Rover. <laughs> oh. The like last those like horrifically sad last words that it had. My battery is dying. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's getting dark. <laughs> like I saw like openly started sobbing on the train <laughs> at like five a.m. Yeah, and I like texted my mom and I was like, I'm crying on the train but not about grandma about curiosity rover and she said what is curiosity (laughs) rover (laughs) and i said never mind i'll explain later (laughs) yeah so and i'm sure part of it was i was already emotional i was going to a funeral but Mm -hmm. also i was crying on the orange line at 5 30 in the morning over curiosity rover who hasn't 
I mean, maybe not about that specifically. I mean, I'm sure lots like, of people have cried at 5:30 in the morning on the Orange Line. I just think about Curiosity yeah. Rover put me in a special breed of nerd. But Very well, I'm, I'm can't. I'm feeling a little deflated that you didn't enjoy um, talking about Dragon Age as much as I am enjoying it. But that's okay. I. But like, don't don't get me wrong. Nobody's more bummed out that I don't love that game because I haven't played any like, of the other ones, and so like this was my mm-hmm. first one, and literally my spell was like, I'm gonna try because my friend was like, you'd like it. Like, there's you can be gay, and if you like Skyrim, you'll like this. You should start playing the Dragon Age games. And I was like, I don't know. I've tried playing the first one, and I couldn't really get into it. And she was like well, did you let play Skyrim then? I said, no, I had not played Skyrim then. And she goes, okay, well, maybe try playing it. And I said, okay. She like, start with Inquisition because you'll probably, you'll definitely like Dorian. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So I started playing it and she was not wrong. <laughs> and I just, I knew right. vaguely about it. I just did not realize how fucking gay it is. Like, I did not realize, mm-hmm. like, I thought that, because I did not play it, I thought that like Tumblr was just projecting because it was Tumblr. And so they're like, oh, we think, <laughs> you know, that Dorian and Iron Bull would be a good couple. And I didn't realize that they just flirt through the whole game. And that mm-hmm. if you don't romance, if you don't romance one or the other, they will end up hooking up of their own accord within the game. And so I was like, oh. Yeah. I nobody prepared me for how gay it actually was because my only knowledge was Tumblr and like Tumblr can make anything gay if they try hard enough. So uh-huh. I I didn't think that it was actually that gay because my impression of video games has always been not a safe space for gay people. So and then I you know I never heard about Krem the trans character which I think is awesome. Like Uh-huh. Nobody told me about that either. And that you cannot, you you actively have an option to not be an asshole about it. You can just accept it mm-hmm. as a fact. And everyone else in the game just accepts it as a fact. But anyway. I The, the beginning is a light slow going. It feels like a little bit of a grind at the beginning. But as you start collecting people and get to do like more fun adventures within the main like the main storyline thread that is when it started Mm -hmm. being fun like when I got to go and like spend a whole like be at the ball and like fuck around in the in the like winter palace trying to find dirt and gossip on people (laughs) like that yeah I think that 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 might be my issue because I always just I hit that brick wall before it gets to that point where I do anything I was getting I was getting a little like that the first time I played it so it definitely helps helped to like stick with the main quest a little bit more than just doing a bunch of the side quests because the side quests do Mm -hmm. get a little bit grindy I will say like it's a little bit of like okay I'm gonna go close these rifts and then I'm gonna go do this and like because it is a lot of like getting resources and you know doing favors for people and like spreading the good word of the inquisition but like mm-hmm. once you start when you like do the, when you get dorian and like you go back you get go to that like nightmare year in the pu- future and if everything goes wrong 
and then you have to like fight your way out mm-hmm. and save all your friends and then your friends die to save you like and then it, you come back and it's like a completely different game at that point because everyone's like what the fuck <laughs> and right, then you get to be right. like yeah what the fuck guys we don't want that to happen we gotta solve this shit so and then I think that from that point it gets more fun because then you have more like adventures and then like Hawk comes back from like the second game and is like your ally for a little while and then like that's fun I don't know who Hawk is but Mm -hmm. lots of people were like Hawk's from the second game he's great you can play him as a woman or a man I'm like okay. Hawk Hawk is the main character of the yeah, second game. Yeah, great. Like, and he comes and helps, and then like you can have him as an ally, and that's pretty sweet. Like, <clears throat> and I know that most of the characters come from other games, but like, mm-hmm. you know, Morrigan comes in at some point if things go well at the palace. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. I think you just if you play the main quest. And, and like just do the side quest to like build power to do the main quest it's that's when it was more fun for me because then I could start getting like the romances to move forward and I could get the plot to move forward and it like I could have fun cutscenes with people and interactions with people and like half the fun for me is just running around our fortress like chatting with people and seeing what cutscene I get out of it you know or if I get one at all mm-hmm. or like getting gossip mm-hmm. from the bartender <laughs> Going to see what weird thing Iron Bull is going to say to me in the bar. <laughs> yeah. <And that's... clears throat> I mean, like I said, it, there's there's still a possibility that I will go back to it again. But when when Mass Effect Remastered comes out, like, I don't know if I'm going to play any other games. Like, well, I, I, I've, I've met you. I, I am a hundred percent sure you'll never play another game again. <laughs> I, At least like for the I haven't been able years. to play it. <laughs> I haven't been able to play it in so long. Why do you just not have and it anymore? Or? No, my three sixty died. Oh, uh, and it's not. You can't play it. it. It's not it. Like until it is available in the remastered collection, it is not on ps4 oh gotcha so um, it's not selling it yeah it's it has not been available gotcha uh and the the thing with the 360 is uh the fucking disk drive uh would no longer open so it, it wasn't even like just a red ring it was like layers on top of layers and i'm like oh this is i mean but that thing had a good run because it was like used when oh it it, did it was used when i got it and then i had it for several years before i gave it to you so like that thing i mean that 360 really tracks (laughs) it 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 definitely did its work it did a red ring for me at least once and i had it re Mm -hmm. and i had it re configured because it was like shortly after i bought it so it was or i got it as a gift so it was still under warranty but like um so i mean that had a good life (laughs) oh definitely the other part of it is it because it was uh in that weird area where like things were going to hdmi yeah but we hadn't like fully hit that point you had the composite cables uh and the problem with new TVs is they 
don't have hookups for composite cables anymore. So I was going to have to like go online, even if it worked, I was going to have to go online and find a Xbox 360 HDMI cable. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> like that, that was not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so I've just had to patiently wait until the remaster was finally announced well. because I have literally been waiting since the PS4 was released for them to be like, yeah, we're going to put it on the PS4. And it's like, it's, we're at the PS5 now. Right. And it's just finally happening. So I'm like, okay, I can finally do it. But uh, I hate to say this, we're coming up on that two hour. Oh yeah, no, mark. I'm good. I was and just we- going to say, I need to order, I'm hungry. So I'm going to go and order dinner now. So. Okay. Well, um. uh, but consider hey, giving it, it another chance. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will think about it. Um, but we did it. Uh, it's been less than a month since our last episode. We're, 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 we're working on there. it. We're getting there. We're, we're going to make it. We're going to try um, to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, even if it's just me talking about my gay gay romance in Dragon Age and the fan fiction I may start writing about it. (laughs) Hey, you know what? By all means. Did I get Wendy's for dinner? Um, But until until that next episode, which shouldn't be too long, because we're going to want to talk about Fucky and Bucky. Oh yeah, Fucky Uh, and Bucky starts on Friday. So like, you better believe that I'm going to be like, we got to talk about Fucky and Bucky. (laughs) Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, But until then, I've been Maddie. I'm Kelsey. And uh, 